Hi, I'm Johan, and welcome to a special edition of the Burning Rooms podcast. This episode is part of a series called Burning Rooms Solo Stories. If you listen to any of our episodes we've done over the past few years, you would have heard our mandate at the beginning of each episode. Burning Rooms, where we have the conversations, share the stories to strengthen your corporate and personal prayer life. In this series, we're going to focus on the stories aspect of that mandate. We are currently unable to meet as a team in this time of quarantine, so we decided let's let our audience get a taste of who we are as individuals. Let's share the stories that are meaningful to us. Whether it's something we've read, studied, personal story from our life, let's let our personalities and our creativity come out as individuals and share some stories. So these episodes will be very different than what you're used to. So come with us along on this journey as we bring you this limited series of Burning Rooms solo stories. So let's get to the story. Sing me a song. So I had this dream about four years ago. Simple, yet it put me on a bit of a journey that brought me to a very interesting story. You see, I'm someone that thrives off of having projects in front of me. And this happened to be in a season where I was seeking the Lord for that project, you know, that I should be given myself and my focus and my attention to. The dream was simple. In front of me, I saw a black book with my name as the author. The book was entitled Songs in the Night. It wasn't long before this that I had released my first book, Audience of One, Discovering Ministry to God. So in my mind, this meant that surely I was supposed to write another book, and this was going to be the topic. So I went on this journey to delving into the topic, Songs in the Night. I started with scripture. The first one that I was familiar with was with Psalm 44, verse 8. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to God for my life. And another one that was significant to me in high school was in Psalm 77. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked. I kept reading and I found another one in Psalm 149. That was just in the Psalms and there were a few others. The more I looked into it, the more I began seeing it in other places in scripture as well. As I continued my scripture deep dive, I wanted to find some extra biblical examples as well. You know, stories. Are there any hymn writers or historical church fathers that wrote songs in the night or had something to say on this specific topic? There were some stories out there, but today I want to focus on one story that stuck out to me. And if people are showing some interest in this topic, perhaps I'll explore those at another time. This story happens to be about the oldest surviving piece of English literature, or at least in the Germanic Old English. Just think, the oldest text we have in the English language was that of a hymn. And the story behind it I found absolutely fascinating. So let me tell you about it. This story takes place in the mid-7th century. St. Bede, a monk also known as the father of English history, tells us about a man named Cadman. Someone pronounced it Cademan, but from what I've researched, Cadman is actually the proper way to say it. He was later known as Saint Cadman. Cadman was a shepherd or herdsman on a piece of land that sat between and belonged to two monasteries, one for the men and one for the women. The monastery was called Whitby Abbey in North Yorkshire. The abbey was established by Saint Hilda, 
who will come into play later in our story. The historical writer Bede describes Hilda as a skilled teacher, administrator full of life and zeal. The monastery hall had large intricate stone arches and carvings in the walls that stretched several stories high. It was a beautiful sight to behold and its ruins are still standing today. The abbey is situated on the windy coast overlooking the North Sea to one side and a grassy meadow on the other. Cadman was already well into his later years. As a part of life there on the monastery, the monks would regularly have feasts together in the evening to have fellowship and to celebrate various occasions and festivals. Often they would invite the pagan Anglo-Saxons into their halls to hear them sing theology in an effort to advance the church's gospel message. You see, that's how the Bible was actually taught. As the printing press wouldn't be invented for several hundreds of years later, so there weren't many copies of the Bible to go around. They would rely on song and story to further the kingdom. Cadman was a simple stable hand and not a monk. He wasn't even literate. However, being in their employ, he would often be invited and present at these evening gatherings and festivals to participate in similar fashion to the other monks. The monks would take their turns singing various songs and theology that they were trained to sing. They continued as the harp was passed around one by one, each singing their songs. Cadman would watch this when he was present, the harp making its way around the room and the monks would sing their songs effortlessly with zeal and joy. Cadman, however, he wouldn't be so joyful. The harp would come to him and he would be embarrassed because he, he had to decline singing his song. Being an illiterate stable hand, it's not that he couldn't carry a tune, but he didn't know any verses, he knew no songs. He did not know the proper prose in which to recite the songs, and he didn't have the formal training that the other monks had. The others took training for this. As a simple stable hand, why would Cadman be expected to do what they're doing? When Cadman saw the harp being passed around, nerves overtook him, and this was his cue to leave the party. He was embarrassed and ashamed that he couldn't participate in something that that seemingly brought so much joy to everyone else. After years of this, one evening gathering ended a little bit differently. Of course, it started the same. Cadman was having a good time fellowshipping with the other monks, enjoying the meal, and then his heart would sink when it was time to pull out that harp again. One of the monks pull it out and they start singing with joy and vigor. Then as usual, when his song ends, he proceeds to pass it around to the next monk. Cadman did as he was now in the habit of doing. He slipped out quietly, avoiding embarrassment before he would be asked to sing. He made his way outside to the barn to check on the animals, which was, in his mind, a good excuse for leaving the feast. It was his job after all. After checking on all the animals, making sure they are all fed and secured in their place, he was starting to feel tired. It was a nice night, the sky was clear, there was a warmth in the air and the stars were brightly shining. So instead of walking all the way to his dormitory, he figured he'd just have a quick rest there on a bed of hay, there in the stable. 
He managed to get a little too comfortable and he drifted off into a deep sleep among the animals in the stable. So then he has this dream. In his dream, a man comes to him, calls him by name, Cadman. And he says, Cadman, sing me a song. And Cadman nervously replies, I don't know how to sing. That's why, that's why I'm here. That's why I left the feast, because I don't know how to sing. I don't know any songs. And the man says, in a little bit more demanding and authoritative, Nevertheless, sing me a song. Cadman, now a little fearful, realizes that he's not dealing with an ordinary man. He was not going to win this argument. Trembling in this dream state, he replies, What do you want me to sing? The man commands, sing to me about the creation of all things. Then there, while in his dream state, Cadman simply opens his mouth. He begins to sing a song that he's never heard before, and in fact, no one has ever heard before, because it was a new song. This is what he sang. Now we shall ought to praise the guardian of the heavenly kingdom the might of the Creator and His conception, the work of the glorious Father as He of each of the wonders. Eternal Lord established the beginning. He first created the sons of men, heaven as a roof, holy Creator, then the middle earth, the guardian of mankind, the eternal Lord afterwards made, the earth for men, the Lord Almighty. And then the dream ends. He wakes up in the stables early in the morning to the sound of animals. He however woke up a little bit different, as if waking up from a lifelong fog to be enlightened with new understanding and a sense of purpose. He remembers the man in his dream and he remembers the song. Cadman remembers everything. In fact, he begins singing the song and is able to sing the song perfectly from the dream, all the words, the melodies, in perfect harmony. As the song reverberates in his soul, he keeps singing and the new words come and he is effortlessly adding more to the song, so he begins to sing more words and remember them as well. Cadman is overwhelmed by this gift he received in the night and he goes to the alderman, his boss, and tells him what happened to him. He tells him about the man that visited him. He sings the song that he received in the night. The alderman looks at him with large eyes and listens in amazement. He was absolutely taken by Cadman's story, by Cadman's song. This older man before him is no longer that simple stable hand he's grown used to dealing with for years. Astounded, he immediately sends Cadman to the abbey to recite the songs and tell his story to Hilda. Hilda had the same reaction as the alderman and attributes this as a holy encounter and recognized that this was a gift by God to this lowly herdsman. 
So Hilda calls in a bunch of elders, scholars and teachers, and then gets Cadman to sing the song again and tell them what happened in the night. They too are all convinced that Cadman was given a gift from God in the night. But now they need to make a decision on what to do with this gift. What did they do with the gift this illiterate herdsman received? How can they move forward with a stable hand who is already well into his years? Can he write more of these songs? Is there more to this gift than just one song in the night, one holy encounter? Perhaps a test is in order. So they tell Cadman, okay, go back to your dorm and write more songs and then come back. So Cadman goes to his room and with little effort continues right where he left off. He starts creating more verses to the songs and he starts creating more songs. A short time later, Cadman returns to the Abbey to recite his new songs to Hilda and the elders. Again astounded, those that heard his songs reiterated that he was given a gift from God. Cadman keeps writing new songs and sharing them with those in the Abbey. Hilda becomes a big fan of Cadman's songs. It was a gift to the Abbey and she wanted to see Cadman flourish in what God had given him. Hilda exhorts Cadman to leave behind his life as a stable hand, living and working for himself, and step into the service of God by joining the Order of the Monks. Cadman humbly accepts this assignment and Hilda directs Cadman into the hands of the monks and orders that he would be taught the scriptures and the things of God. Cadman had a profound ability to retain all this information and write it on the tablet of his heart by turning scripture into song. His songs became profoundly important, so much so that Cadman's songs ended up becoming some of the regular hymns and songs that are sung by the monks of the Abbey and were now sung at those evening festal gatherings that Cadman once ran away from. His songs would go beyond that and spread to the surrounding areas, the surrounding monasteries. Many learned the scriptures, stories, words, and theology through the songs of Cadman. When he received his dream, he was instructed to sing about the creation of all things, the beginning. This is where God wanted him to start. The songs that came afterward covered scripture from front to back. He sang about Moses, the mercy of Christ and the suffering on the cross, the defending of the Holy Spirit, God's return and judgment to the earth found in Revelation, and about the eternal glory of the heavenly city. Cadman was known to continue in the service of God. The lifestyle he chose, serving God, learning the word, writing songs, gave him a burning desire to see laymen turn from their sin and come into the knowledge of God. God used a lowly herdsman, just as he used David, a shepherd, and gave him songs in the night that would go on to change the world. And now Cadman's hymn, the song he was given in the night is now known as the oldest surviving piece of English literature. Psalm 40 verse 3. He put a song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. 
So you see, maybe you feel stuck in a rut. Maybe you're in a menial job and you have a desire for more. Perhaps there are skills that you wish you had to contribute to the kingdom, but you, you feel it's too late. The Lord isn't done with you yet. Cadman was a simple stable hand well into his years, and in a moment the Lord changed his storyline, and in turn changed the storyline of many others that would come to know the Lord through his songs. You've been listening to a special edition of the Burning Rooms podcast, Burning Rooms Solo Stories. If you want to find out more information about us, listen to other episodes, find out about our team, find all our social media links, visit us at burningrooms.ca. Also, if you enjoy this content, please leave a review, tell others about our show, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to help us out, help us create new content and improve the podcast, you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash burningrooms. Until next time, my name is Johan, and this is the Burning Rooms Podcast. Mm-hmm.